And we're back with another episode of Stream of Social Consciousness, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast with your host, Olivia Brown. And fun fact, did you know that Pringles aren't actually chips? If you go look at the Pringles package, I guess, you will not see the word chip anywhere on there. They're technically called potato crisps. And if you're looking at your phone, your laptop, wherever you're listening to your podcast, like, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Why are you telling us about Pringles? Fun fact. I love fun facts. Um, I am like a little encyclopedia of things. And I want to start putting them at the beginning of our episodes, just random fun facts for fun. Y'all don't know how to have no fun. Damn. (laughs) But I digress. Go look it up. Pringles aren't chips. They're crisps. Get into it. So today on Stream of Social Consciousness, we're going to be actually revisiting the mental health healing kind of conversation that we had in our last episode, which was two to three weeks ago. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Let me start there. To my listeners, to my viewers, to, to all my folks who listen and support this podcast, Stream of Social Consciousness is usually, new episodes are usually updated weekly. However, comma, for the past two weeks, well, before I say that, in addition to episodes being updated weekly, if you follow me on Instagram, which you absolutely should be doing at live.freely underscore, you will notice that I always post like a preview video of what the episode will be about on my Instagram as soon as I release the episode. So with that in mind, I have been, (laughs) and I know y'all are about to laugh, but please take me seriously, respect me. I have been ugly (laughs) for the past two weeks. And to me, you know, I think that I'm beautiful. I think I'm a bad bitch always. However, just work with me. My hair wasn't done. My nails wasn't, my nails weren't done. I was breaking out. I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm the ugliest I've ever been ever. And I'm not going to post any videos, any anything until I start to look cuter. Period. <laughs> so in kind of dealing with my own insecurity, my own ugliness, I haven't posted anything for that. I apologize. However, we back. Period. We're back. And we're here to talk about none other than Kanye West and, and the tomfoolery. And not just the tomfoolery, but the seriousness of his bipolar disorder and what that means for our election, what that means for celebrity culture in general. We're just here to talk about all the things. We're here to stream. You know the vibes. And originally, I wasn't going to do an episode about Kanye West at all, about anything, about anything that he had going on, because I... I don't know if I'm a fan. <laughs> I don't know. I I used to like him. I'm one of those people who for real, for real, I miss the old Kanye. But I, in recent times, I see Kanye West and I'm like, girl, go. Just go on about your business. I don't want to be a part of it at all. I don't want to fight with any of your stands. I don't have any investment. However, um, as of recently... Uh, the conversation about bipolar disorder, his mental health, how his mental health is being um, reflected in his actions these days has popped up. And it's piqued my interest, I'm not going to lie, as a mental health girl. I'm like, hold on, let me get in here. So today we're going to be talking about all of these nuances 
And let's not waste any more time and jump right on into it. Splash! You have now entered the stream and let's start streaming. So Kanye West on July 5th announced that he was running for president. He tweeted and said, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. I am running for president of the United States, hashtag 2020 vision. So this is originally why I like didn't want to make an episode about Kanye West because I didn't want to pay this any attention. There is enough turmoil and, and ridiculousness and performativeness in the United States presidential election uh, race right now that I'm just going to like, I don't need another clown in the circus. I really don't. We're at capacity. Keep it to yourself. And what's crazy to me, <laughs> Elon Musk ask is going to fucking reply to the tweet and was like, oh, I fully support you. Now, let me let me say something completely unrelated. I have this weird fascination with Elon Musk, like a white, like not the ugliest. I don't know. Uh, not the ugliest, smart, money having straight man he has everything and i'm so fascinated by it like listen x a x e dash 12 i really like all of it his whole aesthetic his whole performance to me is just so fascinating but that's besides the point back to kanye west so kanye west announced that he was running for president and i immediately rolled my eyes and i rolled my eyes for a lot of reasons because one a couple months ago, or maybe this was last year, Kanye West was um, seen and heard actively supporting Donald Trump, wearing a MAGA hat, all of the things. And I I saw someone say that uh, this Kanye West uh, presidential run or campaign, if you could even really call it that, because why are you announcing this? And it's it's July which is why I'm going to get into it. This makes me very frustrated, but this is why I'm like, this does not make any logical sense. This does not make any rational sense. This does not make any sense, period, which originally led me to believe that this was a part of some sort of, some sort of larger picture, but we'll get to that. But back to what I was saying, Kanye West is someone who has been seen supporting Trump, who is a Trump supporter by all, um, for all intents and purposes. And someone said that uh, Kanye West running for president is directly beneficial to Trump because it will further kind of split up an already split up Democratic vote slash liberal slash progressive, whatever you want to call it. But it's going to split that up, which only further helps uh, Donald Trump win his reelection because people who are going to vote for Trump are, are going to vote for Trump. People who may have voted for Bernie Sanders or may have voted for Joe Biden, may also vote in, vote for Kanye West, you know? And I was like, dang, that's that's really true. Um, I'm low-key a conspiracy theorist. So I'm like, dang, is, is Kanye West running for president some type of larger conspiracy to help Trump get reelected? But I digress. So 
he announced he was running for president. Then uh, maybe last week or maybe this week, Kanye West began to uh, campaign actively. And this is when I realized something is... I don't want to go as far to start off by saying that this man is unwell, right? Because none of us know any of these celebrities. None of us know anything outside of what they tell us. And I think a lot of times people have a a tendency to take mental illness, uh, mental illness diagnoses of celebrities and conflate them to the nth degree and, and use them to kind of push their own narratives. I wouldn't be mindful to not do that because Listen, we talk about a lot of celebrities on this show, but at the end of the day, I do not know what Kanye West got going on. However, I can make an observation. And my observation is that in watching these um, campaign videos from these uh, from these rallies that he's having, first of all, first of all, I don't want no president that does not give a fuck about the fact that there is a pandemic outside. This man is having full-blown rallies in an indoor tight environment i'm like see yeah because no but anywho i started seeing these videos of these rallies and i'm like something is not something's not some something's not clicking and it started off with one of the videos um of kanye west saying something to the effect of harriet tubman didn't free the slaves she just took them to work for more white people mind you this is the same Kanye West who recently, in recent years, said that slavery was a choice. And one thing I want to say before um, I provide some type of like analysis commentary about what Kanye West said is for Kanye West fans, I'm tired of y'all playing Google Translate. This man be saying what the fuck he said, period. You don't need to then come back and be like, oh, wait, 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 this was his, uh, this man, his manifesto about capitalism is so, no, the fuck, that's not what he said. What he said <laughs> was that Harriet Tubman did not free the slaves, she took them to work for more white people. If there is a message in that, I encourage you to consider the fact that you would not want a president who cannot communicate his ideals and opinions to you. So, in this man saying what he has to say and how he says it and specifically what he says his words words mean things what the fuck words mean things words have consequences the things that you say have consequences and if you're a fan that's on twitter backpedaling for him i implore you to stop and find a better hobby try skating listen roller skating try that and and not trying to be a fucking translator for kanye west because that's a grown-ass man period. So let's let's start there. Let me say that because I'm tired of seeing, oh, what he actually meant was if there was a message, the message would have been delivered. The message was not delivered. And that's period, point blank, period, point blank. If he wanted more people to understand his message, he would have delivered it more effectively. And, and I, I don't even have the patience to be like, oh, well, you know, it's an analogy. It's this, it's that. I don't give a fuck because a president should be able to communicate to more people aside from their fan base, period. So this is the same Kanye. Back to what I was saying. Y'all be pissing me off, so I had to say that. Anywho, this is the same Kanye who said that slavery was a choice in addition to a bunch of other ridiculous things. And 
Honestly, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand. First, let me just say this. This also. I don't understand why uh, Kanye West has Harriet Tubman in his mouth. He needs to keep Harriet Tubman. He needs to keep my ancestor Harriet Tubman's name out of his mouth in order if he's going to make an argument about uh, the girls are saying that his argument was about um, wage disparity and, and, and mass incarceration still existing. So, you know, slavery, all of this being a thing today. So blah, 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 blah. I get that. I understand that. But keep Harriet Tubman's name out of your fucking mouth. I don't know who else needs to hear this. But Harriet Tubman, what you're not going to do, Kanye West and, 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 and affiliates, Kanye West and co, y'all are not about to throw dirt on Harriet Tubman's name. And that's first. But then he proceeded. And there, there are more clips. I personally did not go out of my way to watch this. I'm sorry. Um, but you know how I feel. I'm very mindful about what I consume. And if it's not feeding me, I don't want to feed it. Therefore, I didn't go out of my way to watch all of um all of the videos circulating about his rallies, but there are some that are more popular than others. And the one about Harriet Tubman is, is one. Another, um, he's talking about like, he originally was going, they, they asked about um, abortion rights or the conversation of abortion rights came up and he was like, you know, I would have, I don't know if this is what he said per verbatim, but he was talking about his um, decision-making in regards to North. Now, North is his oldest child with Kim Kardashian. And he was saying, oh, you know, I would have, I wanted to abort North. And then he goes and starts to flip flop and, and all of these things about his position on abortion. And from an objective perspective, from a perspective that's solely focused on politics, is this the type of president that you want? Is this the type of president that, that you that you believe in, a president who did not come to the, the the election stage, because it is a stage. Let's call a spade a spade. They Joe Biden and Donald Trump and and everybody else who was a candidate for the presidential election, they were dancing, they were shucking and jiving for attention, period. It's a stage. So why would you want a president who comes to the presidential election stage? not only unprepared, but like, but like completely uneducated on a lot of, of, of the most pressing issues in our country. And this is someone who wants to lead it. Huh? 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 I wish I could see the question marks popping up around my face because I'm confused. And that is my objective opinion about his political endeavors is that I, I, I can't, I can't see it. I can't see it. And this, I think that Kanye West can get away with this because he's Kanye West. And that means a lot of things. He is a celebrity. He's a man. And I think thinking about male privilege, not to, not to take it there too quickly, but you know, whatever, uh, thinking about male privilege, I think that that's another thing. That's a thing that Donald Trump and Kanye West have in common is that they are these men celebrities who have all this money and they can do whatever the fuck they want with it. And quite literally, he's doing whatever the hell he want with he wants with it. Do you think Kanye West wants to run for president? 
for real, for real, do you think that Kanye West is, is genuinely invested in, in helping marginalized communities see become their full potential in, in, in foreign affairs. Do you think that Kanye West is, is seriously wanting to do this job? Because I don't, I think that because of a mental illness or, or celebrity status or whatever reason, Kanye West feels like he can do this job and is actively pursuing it. And I'm going to tell you, this is something that men do. And if you're a man listening to this, don't log off just yet, please. <laughs> just just sit here and take this light dragging really quick. Men are able to look at a job description that they're completely unqualified for and say, "I think I could do that. Hmm. I really think I could. I think I could pull this off." And 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 in the same breath, women, we have to know that we can do it. We have to know that we can do it well. We have to be really, really, really prepared to to come into a space. And I, if this isn't a sign, women out there, for you to apply for whatever the fuck job you want, I don't know what is because men do this so often. They feel so emboldened to 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 do things, to try things. That they, that that historically, not yeah, historically is the good word to use. They have not shown any promise for, and I'm just kind of like, Kanye West does not want to be anybody's fucking president. Kanye West wants to be, Kanye West wants to see himself as president, if that makes sense. Like I, I don't necessarily want to be. Um, I don't necessarily want to be, um, what's the, what's the little, what's the little European thing? The, the, the little European, um, portrait lady, the smiling lady. Oh my gosh. What the Mona Lisa. Boom. I don't necessarily want to be Mona Lisa. I don't necessarily want that to, to be me, but I wouldn't mind walking to a museum and, and seeing myself there. That's how Kanye West feels about the presidency. He doesn't necessarily want want it. He doesn't want the responsibilities. But in my opinion, it feels like he just wants to see Kanye West president of the United States. And outside of him being a man, I feel like this is something that he is privileged to do as a celebrity. Because in theory, in American politics, in theory, uh, all you really need to be president of the United States is to be 35 years old and to be an American citizen. And to see, it, it's it's interesting that um, a lot more people don't take advantage of this because technically they could, right? But when you have the money, you have the capital, you have the status, you've basically bought, you've basically like, privileged your way to the forefront of an election that you really have no business being in. Um, And I say he has no business being in it because technically everybody has business being in the election. Like I said, there's only really two rules, but also, like I said, you're not qualified for, so you really have no business being there. And um, someone I follow, Sonia Renee Taylor on Instagram, she made this really, really in-depth video about celebrity culture in relation to Kanye West. And she said something to the effect of we need to change our relationship to celebrity. 
in order to see changed behavior. And I agree with that. Um, we began talking a little bit about uh, celebrity culture and the end of celebrity culture with this movement um, in the live episode, which if you haven't watched it or listened to it, you're ghetto. You're a dub. I don't want you around. You, you, mm-mm. your energy is off. Your vibes are off. Uh, so go listen to that to get your get your chakras back aligned. But we began having this conversation in SOSD Live about celebrity culture. And I, one, I don't understand why we look to celebrities for guidance in general. I'm supposed to trust you with, with politics. And this is besides Kanye West, because currently... Our, our current U.S. president is a celebrity. He was someone who had garnered celebrity status, who had done reality TV, like our current U.S. president. So this, is ne- this isn't necessarily about Kanye West specifically, but in general, um, around things that matter and, and things that require analysis and things relating to society. I don't understand why we look to, celebs, to celebrities for leadership in general, because I'm going to call a spade a spade, and I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or not, but I, listen, I don't need to hear, um, I don't need to hear Beyonce talking about politics. Like, I, I want to hear Beyonce singing songs and, and, and performing her ass off. And yes, I understand that celebrities, celebrities are people also, right? Celebrities are people who face let's keep using Beyonce as an example. Beyonce is a black woman the same way that I am a black woman. So in, in, in a lot of ways, she faces a lot of the same backlash, the same insecurities, the same things that I would. Right. And she is entitled to speaking out about these things in the same way that I am. I'm not taking that from celebrities at all. What I'm saying is that as people, we do not need to hold their opinions a lot higher than than that of of someone who is say a professor who has studied the political science and sociology for 30 plus years and it, it bothers me that that's a thing that we do in our culture that that is a part of our society unfortunately that we look to celebrity we expect our celebrities to be role models we expect our celebrities to 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 guide us when in reality this the entertainment business is a business about entertainment. They are in the in the business of of entertaining us of of not being politicians. <laughs> uh, and I it irks me almost just to think about how how frequently this happens where celebrities um celebrities can like garner political acclaim mostly because of their celebrity. Like, it's not that they've said anything fantastical. It's not that they've done anything amazing. It's because Kanye West said something about something on Twitter. So now it's going to make headlines. When there are activists and organizers that, that deserve a platform that don't necessarily need to be celebrities, but deserve a platform because they're saying and doing good things. And... I wish that we were better able to separate celebrity from celebrities from their humanity and and objectively kind of 
critique them and objectively support them in that way. Because I also think that it would make this conversation about Kanye West's mental health a lot easier and, and, and clearer for a lot of people. One thing I will add, though, is I don't want to sound like the white lady who told LeBron James that he just needs to focus on uh, shooting hoops or whatever. What I mean is that I enjoy my celebrities with a certain level of education. Uh, I enjoy when they come to converse the same way that the same expectation that I have for regular, regular folks. Uh, in that when you come to, to 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 dialogue spaces, when you come to to spaces that are, you know, problem solving, and I expect you to have a certain understanding, a certain knowledge, a certain grasp of things, and I appreciate go a quick like tangent, but I appreciate uh back a couple years back or last year because at this point in time. Time is made up. I talked about Tiger King this year, and that feels like five years ago. But whatever. I digress. So I appreciate when a couple years ago, Tiffany Haddish, someone had asked her about uh, something relating to, I believe it was Black Lives Matter. And she said, I don't know about that. I tell jokes. That's my lane. I appreciate uh, when celebrities don't feed into because that because you're a celebrity you feel like you have to make a statement because you're a celebrity you feel like you have to say something i appreciate when anybody uh says i don't know and i'm not going to pretend like i do and i wish more celebrities would do that or i wish celebrities would use the access the privilege the money the everything that they have in order to build strong sound arguments and it frustrates the hell out of me when they don't. So that's why I say I'd much rather prefer celebrities to do their job. And if you're not, if you're going to intermingle with social issues and and and, and show us that part of yourself, please be educated. There is no excuse for you to be uneducated in and flip floppy in positions when you you are who you are and you have what you have. So that being said, moving into what I was getting ready to say about, you know, mental health and, and needing to separate or wanting to separate celebrities, um, celebrities from their celebrity and focus on their humanity. I think that that would make the, the mental health aspect of Kanye West right now um, a lot easier for people to, to grasp. So like I mentioned, uh, Kanye West was recently diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And bipolar disorder, so for context, uh, my undergrad degree is in psychology. I have worked as a mental health worker um, in communities. I have a lot of mental health experience. In no way am I a licensed professional, but I do kind of have a bit of a grasp of of the DSM-5, which is the di diagnostic tool that, that uh, psychologists and psychiatrists use to diagnose people with certain with disorders. Uh, I kind of understand what these things look like in real life because I've worked with clientele who, who have had bipolar disorder, and I've worked with people who have had all types of you know mental illness. So when I talk about this, I'm going to try to, to break it down for people who may not know. And please... Um, let me say, 
I uh, don't think I've explicitly said this on this show, but Google, let's Google. Use Google as the resource that it is before they take it away from us. Uh, so if there's anything that's unclear, look it up, my friends. I love you. So back to what I was saying. Bipolar disorder um, is, it was tip- It was previously called um, uh, manic depression. And bipolar disorder essentially means that your moods and emotions and expression will kind of operate on two poles. One pole being manic and and or mania, and the other being um, depression and and or sadness and slowness and, and, and unmotivation. So when someone is in a manic episode, they are often impulsive. They often have like delusions of grandeur. That's something that I want y'all to go Google. Uh, they have delusions of grandeur. Uh, they have, they tend to be like hyper religious. They they believe that they can do anything and that they are the best person to do anything. They have all of these high energy um, ways of expressing themselves because they are manic at this moment they everything is hyper let's instead of saying manic, let's say hyper so we have this hyper side of uh bipolar disorder and then on the opposite end we have this hypo side of bipolar disorder which would be the depressive side where people who have bipolar disorder um can they they it, it's the exact opposite of of mania and that hyperactive state it's literally exactly what you hear when you think depression, it's lack of motivation, it's uh, suicidal ideation, it's all of those things. So bipolar disorder is that. Um, and the reason I say I want y'all to look up delusions of grandeur is because that is kind of, uh, look up delusions of grandeur and also look up hyper-religious, hyper-religiousity. Um, and the reason I say is because I feel like those are the things that are kind of directly related to the behavior that Kanye West is showing. Um, like I said earlier, I am in no position to diagnose Kanye West. And also I don't know him personally, but this is what the behavior looks like. And essentially for the girls who want, who won't Google, uh, a delusion of grandeur is essentially a thought, um, a thought, a delusion, uh, where the person who is experiencing this delusion believes that they can do, that they are, or that they will be something a lot greater and grander, grander <laughs> than what they are. And one of those, for example, a person who's having a delusion of grandeur may be like, oh, I can be president, or I am going to cure cancer, or they, they believe that they're gonna do these amazing things. And I said that to say that these diagnoses have specific uh, characteristics that they are characterized by, for lack of a better word. These mental illnesses have specific symptoms that are that 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 characterized them and in knowing Kanye West's um diagnosis and in in being able to look at his behavior I think p- 
people are so caught up in the fact that this is Kanye West showing his ass uh, that they're kind of getting lost, um, that they're kind of uh, getting lost. The, the message uh, or the bigger picture of him potentially showcasing uh, new neurodegenerative behavior is getting lost because people are so so ready to to retweet and so ready to 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 haha kiki and I encourage all of you to take the conversation of mental health, mental illness, mental wellness very seriously because quite honestly that um the person I was mentioning on um on Instagram Sonia Renee Taylor in her video she mentioned something that I would also like to mention is she said that the behavior that Kanye West, a potentially mentally ill person, is exhibiting is not any different from when I go to the streets or when I go to 183rd and 27th and I see people potentially having mental health crises or I go to Times Square and I see people potentially having mental health crises. And that behavior isn't, isn't that much different. They're saying things that our that are outlandish they're doing things that are are um antisocial and and when i say antisocial i don't mean like oh sit in the room i hate everybody i mean like antisocial in the way that it goes against societal norms he's not doing anything completely different but because he's kanye west this conversation these these symptoms are broadcast on a lot on a on a lot of a lot larger scale um, and I think that just kind of trying to bridge the gap between like celebrity and mental health in this conversation, I think that that, that idea that, you know, Kanye West isn't doing anything, anything different from any other person who may be experiencing mental illness, but he's Kanye West. I think that that's not helping him. I think that that is clouding the argument of, oh, you know, get Kanye West some help, get Kanye West this. But even more so, I think that for a lot of people and feel how you have to feel about it, but I think that for a lot of people, they are more invested in this conversation of mental health and mental illness because it's Kanye West. Because this is a celebrity person, I am suddenly so invested in their mental health when your cousin or your sister, your whoever has had anxiety the entire time and you told them to just pray it away. And I, and I think that that just, that's a sentiment to a larger cultural issue in that, you know, stigmatization of mental health exists, especially in the black community, but even more so there are, um, this is what I'm looking for. There are, diseases and illnesses and diagnoses that are more glamorized, quote unquote, more popular. So that being something like bipolar disorder or, you know, how people like to say they're OCD, um, these cutesy glamorous diseases get a lot of attention and get, get more attention, get better attention than the mental illnesses that are more scary sounding, something like schizophrenia for example, more a more scary sounding um, mental illness. And the glamorized bipolar disorder mixed with the glamorized Kanye West, I think people are paying so much attention to it. But I think 
that I would encourage people to pull themselves out of the Kanye West in this situation and, and, and invest in the mental health conversation at large. Because if you're going to invest, and if you can hear my nails clicking, <laughs> I am like feeling it. But if you're going to invest in mental health, if you're going to invest in the mental health of Kanye West, you should also be investing in the mental health of XYZ, John Doe, Jane Doe on 183rd and 27. You should be. And if you're not, then I don't take it seriously. I, I, I see that as someone who is more invested in the celebrity than the humanity. And I would like us to flip that and focus on the humanity and, and start pushing for ways to create social infrastructure. But Going back to Kanye West and his diagnoses, a couple things are happening. Um, people, professionals are kind of chiming in on um, his behavior and saying that this is kind of textbook bipolar disorder, manic episode behavior. I'm thinking of the uh, one of the doctors from Married to Medicine. She was tweeting, and let me tell y'all, y'all need to stop... Um, Y'all need to stop coming to women. Y'all need to stop coming to Black women with all of this energy when they present you with facts. This is, uh, if I can remember her name or if I can find her name, I will let y'all know. But uh, this is a doctor. This is a trained and licensed psychiatrist who has experience working with folks who have mental illness. And she was speaking about, you know, what... Kanye is doing. She's like, oh, this is textbook behavior. And the little uglies are coming out like, oh, how do you know that? You can't diagnose someone. I'm like, she quite literally can. But that's besides the point. You know, professionals are chiming in. And that was one of the consequences. But also, people are kind of calling for Kim Kardashian, his wife, to say something or to do something. Um, and honestly, I'm just kind of like, I'm not a Kardashian-Jenner fan. I don't, I do not see it for them, for me. I don't get it. I'm not invested. I'm not interested. However, but I think, I think that Kim had, Kim and their family and, and the publicness, the visibility rather, of their family has only kind of contributed to Kanye West. And I, I'm interested to see what um, like support looks like for him in their household? Like, are they actively talking to him? Is he actively talking to someone? Because for me, um, and I'll get back to Kim Kardashian West in a second, but for me, I just feel like it's very difficult um, to, to see Kanye West, a person with money, with status and all of these things, and to see him have this kind of like, to be in this type of crisis, if it is a crisis, like you, you have these resources, you have these, you have this access that a lot of people don't have, and that's why a lot of people degen um, deteriorate rather, is because they don't have access to things. But you have it, so like, where is the disconnect? But I digress. So people are calling for Kim Kardashian to say something, and um, she has said something. So I will read her little statement and. Then I'll go on to say why I feel like their family has kind of fueled this fire in Kanye. So Kim Kardashian West went on her story and typed up, and I, I'd be so tired of the celebrity girls going on their story and making these long. If you don't just like 
say what you have to say and keep it pushing, but that's just me. So anywho, she says in her story, as many of you know, Kanye has bipolar disorder. Anyone who has this or has a loved one in their life who does knows how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand. I've never spoken publicly about how this has affected us at my home, at home, because I'm very protective of our children and Kanye's right to privacy when it comes to his health. But today, I feel like I should comment on it because of the stigma and misconception about mental health. Let's pause there. This statement is coming after uh, Kanye West went on this like whole Twitter rant. You know Kanye just be tweeting. <laughs> Kanye, Kanye would be a great Donald, Donald Trump successor because he would maintain the status quo and just be tweeting like how that nigga just be tweeting. But Kanye went on this whole rant, Twitter rant last night saying that uh, Chris and, and Chris and, and um, this one, Kim, are trying to uh, antagonize him. They're trying to institutionalize him. He wanted a divorce from her. I'm like, girl, just comment on the divorce because that's what the girls want to hear. But I digress. Back to the statement. She proceeds to say, those that understand mental illness or even compulsive behavior know that the family is powerless unless the member is a minor. People who are unaware or far removed from this experience can be judgmental and not understand that the individual themselves have to engage in the process of getting help, no matter how hard family and friends try. Let's stop there again. Okay, there has been speculation that Kanye has uh, does not take medicine and that Kanye is like actively not seeking uh, treatment for his mental health. I don't know about that. I would fact check that. But I, like I said before, I'm interested to see what support looks like because even though he may not be engaged in the process, I want to know how engaged in the process are you. But I guess that's not my business. I digress. So next slide says, I understand Kanye is subject to criticism because he is a public figure and his actions at time can cause strong opinions and emotions. He is a brilliant but complicated person who, on top of the pressures of being an, art an artist and a Black man who experienced the painful loss of his mother. Let's stop there again. I'm tired of Baby and Kanye because he lost his mother. I, I And that may sound insensitive, but what I mean is that I'm tired of Baby and Kanye because he lost his mother. Anything that Kanye West does, people are like, wait, 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 he lost his mom, so let's be nice to him. I'm like, you cannot be uh ridiculous you cannot be borderline like dangerous and and not take any accountability for your actions but i will get back to that so uh miss kardashian west proceeds to say uh who experienced the painful loss of his mother and has to deal with that pressure and isolation that is heightened by his bipolar disorder those who are close with kanye know his heart and understand his words sometimes do not align with his intentions. Living with bipolar disorder does not diminish or invalidate his dreams and his creative ideas, no matter how big or unattainable they may feel to some. That is a part of his genius, and as we have all witnessed, many of his big dreams have come true. We as a society talk about giving grace to the issue of mental health as a whole. However, we should also give it to the individuals who are living with it in times when they need it the most. I kindly ask the media and public Give us the compassionate empathy that is needed so we can get through this. Thank you for those who have expressed concern for Kanye's well-being and for your understanding. With love and gratitude, Kim Kardashian West. So I have my thoughts. 
I have my feelings. I think that Kim Kardashian West said something like I said, because he mentioned that he wants to get a divorce. I will say Kanye West tweeted something. He was like, Chris and Kim are trying to get somebody to, to lock me up. And then the nigga said, white supremacy. I screamed. <laughs> he said, y'all are oppressing me, period. But furthermore, I think that their family, the hypervisibility of the Kardashian-Jenner family only allows Kanye to act like this. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't, this makes them money, period, point blank. This makes them money. Any outlandish story, anything that they do will make them money. And I don't think that when Kanye West has moments like he has where he goes on rants or he does anything that appears to be a delusion of grandeur, I don't think that Chris and Kim and, and the girls are actively like, hey, Kanye, because you know that's how they talk. <laughs> so you know Kim's like, yeah, Kanye, are you like... Are you having a delusion of grandeur? I don't think that she's like doing that at all. I think that Chris Jenner is somewhere in the back with her phone turned horizontally and she is recording to get it all on video. That's my opinion. But I don't think that the way that their family operates is helpful to Kanye at all. However, I would also like to say that I I really I like this statement. I think that uh, a lot of times people can talk about mental health from a very ableist perspective and people people think that people who have mental illness are like these ridiculous savages who cannot control their brain and whatever but people who have mental illness and people who fall on any spectrum of mental illness are also people who a lot more times than you know and a lot more often than a lot of people think are high functioning and quote unquote normal. And one thing that I want us to stop doing, especially in relationship to Kanye West, is conflating bad behavior with mental illness. People who have mental illness can be assholes and that does not have anything to do with their mental illness. Kanye West can be an asshole. Kanye West is an asshole. We don't have to keep calling Kanye West a fucking genius every single time. Kanye West can be an asshole. Kanye West is an asshole. Kanye West says things that are ridiculous. Kanye West does things that are worthy of criticism and they have nothing to do with him being bipolar, period. And I think that that's a lot of time the, the conversation of like bad behavior and mental health gets conflated and even to some degree, you know, I made a whole episode about Summer Walker and like her anxiety, her, um, she has participated in like very negative behaviors and said very ridiculous things also. Do we automatically say that it's because she's anxious? No. So why do we automatically have to conflate everything that Kanye West does with his bipolar disorder is beyond me. But I think that we need to learn a level of nuance and discernment that allows us to care for people who have mental health when they need it, like Kim Kardashian said, when they need it the most, and even when they don't need it the most, while also holding them accountable for bad behavior. And I don't know if y'all have ever witnessed people you like this, but a lot of times um, this stigma or this uh, this idea that people with mental illness are like, are, are lying or whatever comes because people have lied about mental illness. 
people have lied uh, and said like, oh, you know, I can't do X, Y, Z because I'm, I'm anxious or I can't do X, Y, Z because I'm depressed or I can't do blah, blah, blah. And that may not be the case. So that conf- the conflation often happens naturally, but we need to separate that in order to be able to provide this man and, and people like him with quality objective care. So with that being said, we're going to move into some unsolicited advice. Remember that you can always ask me for your own personal advice or send me a little love note, a little something, something. My birthday is tomorrow, so you could send me, you could flood the stream, the stream, Gmail, with all types of things. But remember, you can always ask for advice at stream the stream at gmail.com. Send us an email and I will get back to you on air. Um, so unsolicited advice for this week is kind of to encourage all of you to learn about mental illness in a substantial way. You know, we, uh, Viola Davis tweeted something recently when uh, Tamar Braxton, it was recently reported that Tamar Braxton um, attempted suicide, which uh, my thoughts, prayers, energy, everything I can say is to her and her family right now, considering that situation. But Viola Davis tweeted something in relation to that. And she said, your wokeness needs to include mental health. And I agree. I want y'all to learn about mental health and and be mental health advocates in the same way that people have been moved to learn and do anti-racist work recently. These things cannot be separated. Like we need to be able to to handle multiple concerns at once. And I feel like I've been stressing this in the past couple of episodes, but we're moving into uh, we're creating rather a better society for us to live in, but we can't bring the old tired ass bullshit from the past into the new place. I won't allow it. So I encourage you all to to learn about these things. I'm not saying go go do my entire undergrad degree in psychology and do and all of that, but be able to have a conversation about mental health in a serious way. Be able to to talk about mental health not from uh not always from a disease perspective. Like I feel like a lot of times people talk about mental health and it automatically goes to like mental illness. Your mental health can also be when you're happy, when you're feeling good, learn to talk about mental health in a more realistic and holistic way. And also it does, it's a two-parter, it's two-parter advice today. So not only learn about it, but also be an act, be an advocate, be an ally, and do something to aid those around you and your communities, wherever you are, to that struggle with mental illness. Like I said, Kanye's behavior is not any different from anybody I see on the corner store. At the corner store, it, doing what they do, saying what they say, but y'all have invested so much in Kanye, reinvest that in your own community. And with that, my loves. Beloveds, my dears, my babies, my streamers. That's another episode of Stream of Social Consciousness. Thank you all for hanging out with me. Remember to follow Stream of Social Consciousness on Instagram at Stream the Stream and follow your girl at live.freely underscore. Come on. And I will see you in the next one.